You are welcome to Herald Broadcasting Network's Bible Banquet, a daily devotional coming to you currently on the book of First Corinthians. Today, by God's grace, we are reading First Corinthians chapter 13. It says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have no charity, I am become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. Though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profited me nothing. Charity suffered long, and is kind. Charity envied not. Charity vaunted not itself, is not puffed up. Doth not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face, now I know in part, but then shall I know even as I am also known. And now abide faith, hope, charity. These three, but the greatest of them is charity. May the Lord bless the reading and the hearing of his word, I pray in Jesus' name. Now of all that we have read from this scripture, this is a sum. The necessity of advantage, an advantage of the grace of love, Paul gave us here in verses 1 to 3. His excellency represented by his properties and effects, verses 4 to 7, and by his abiding and his superiority, verses 8 to 13. Now also here are the beautiful lessons we may draw from this reading. The excellent way had in view in the close of the former chapter is not what is meant by charity in a common use of the word, arms given, but love in its fullest meaning through love towards God and fellow men. Without this, the most glorious gifts are of no account to us, of no esteem in the sight of God. A clear 
head and a deep understanding are of no value without a benevolent and charitable heart. There may be an open and lavish hand where there is not a liberal and charitable heart. Doing good to others will do no good to us if it be not done from love to God and goodwill to our fellow men. If we give away all we have while we withhold the heart from God, it will be of no profit, nor even the most painful sufferings that we go through will be of no profit. How are those deluded who looked for acceptance and reward for their good works, which are as scanty and uh, done without love, who looked for acceptance and reward for their good works, but they are simply scanty and defective as they are corrupt and selfish. This will bring us no good. Paul stated some of the effects of charity, that we may know whether we have this grace, that if we have not, we may not rest till we have it through prayer and constant asking and seeking. This love is a clear proof of regeneration and is a touchstone touch of our profession of faith in Christ. In the Apostle's beautiful description of the nature and effects of love, it is meant to show the Corinthians that their conduct had in many respects been in contrast to it. So it is to us today who are present readers of the scripture. Charity is an utter enemy to selfishness. It does not desire or seek its own praise or honor or profit or pleasure. Not that charity destroys all regard to self or that the charitable man should neglect himself and all his interests. No, for charity never seeks its own to the heart of others or to neglect others. It ever prefers the welfare of others to its own privilege and advantage. How good-natured and amiable is Christian charity! How excellent will Christianity appear to the world if those who profess it were more under the divine principle and paid due regard to the command on which it is based? The author laid the chief stress on charity. Therefore, let us ask whether this divine love dwells in our hearts. Has this principle guided us into becoming behavior that is good to all men? Are we willing to lay aside selfish objects and aims? Here is a call to watchfulness, diligence, and prayer. Charity is much to be preferred to the gifts on which the Corinthians prided themselves, even the gift that men of the current Christian world pride themselves, because its longer continuance is, is, is a grace that we need to seek. Its grace is lasting as eternity. 
The present state is a state of childhood, the future that of manhood. Such is the difference between the earth and the heaven. What narrow views, what confused notions of things have children when compared with the grown-up men. Thus shall we think of our most valued gifts of this world when we come to heaven. All things are dark and confused now compared with what they will be hereafter. They can only be seen by the reflection last in a mirror or in the description of a, a title or riddle. You know, but hereafter our knowledge will be free from all obscurity and error. It is the light of heaven only that will remove all clouds and darkness that hide the face of God from us. To sum up the excellence of charity, it is preferred not only to gifts, but to other graces, to faith and to hope. Faith fixes on the divine revelation and accents thereto, relying on the divine redeemer. Hope fastens on the future happiness and waits for that, but in heaven, faith will be swallowed up in actual sight and hope in enjoyment. There is no room to believe or hope when we see and we begin to enjoy the heavenly environment. But there, love will be made perfect in heaven. There we shall perfectly love God. There we shall perfectly love one another. What a blessed state. How much surpassing the best below here. God is love, and in him is no, no wickedness at all as it we are now. And we are made in his image when it do to be like him. Love is one of those communicable attributes of God which we need to pray and seek for. God is willing to give unto us. When God is to be seen as he is and face to face, their charity is in its greatest height. There only will it be perfected, and we will need to crave to be in heaven. We will need to begin now to learn to live in that atmosphere with our fellow beings, no matter what the situation is. In having this, I pray that God will help us to crave for agape love, that selfless love, that self-sacrificing love, are the greatest of spiritual gifts the greatest of whatever we may have here on earth. And as we think on this, I pray the Lord will bless us and uphold us. As we step out today, I pray that the grace of God will go with us. Glory will be above us. And anywhere we go, the men shall accept us. And we shall also offer the love of God to them as we go. And we go in the light of God. I pray that we go in the might of the Holy Ghost, doing the works of Christ, and it shall be well with us. In Jesus' name, amen.